practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. You just heard the intro, baby. Where's my notepad? <laughs> Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. We got Dad A right, and hey. Dad Numero Hanzo. We got Numeral Dado Uno. Oof. 35 years young. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cross me as Dad One, Case Van Heel. Birth of 35 is my year. 35 is, well, 35 was my number. Frank Thomas's jersey number. And then I went through oh my a, God, yeah. a very weird stretch where at uh, 35, I had to have to, I would heat things up in the microwave by the number of 35. I, I couldn't 35? leave the house without putting 35 rolls of deodorant <laughs> under my arm. I would have to touch things 35 times. Page Kiss 35. your galoshes 35 times before you put them over your shoes. <laughs> right. It was, it was sick for a minute. Um. Now I'm in it. That's your number? 35? 35? That's three it? Five. That's always been my numb. The year of the tea, baby. Frankie the Big Hurt Brew. He is a bad <laughs> I can just He just looks like a bad guy now. I was rooting for I, a villain. I know. I'm with you. I drank the Kool-Aid. I drank the tea. Frank Thomas Kool-Aid, baby. I saw the- He is shilling. I, he's on a commercial. And it's so disingenuous. Yes. I was like- you would punch my mom in the face for five bucks, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? That's it's like I... a supplement that's made out of like baby bones and rhino horns and right. stuff. Roots. Yeah. Like, no, because he's working. That's what it is. It, the, it's like the best sort of late night commercial. And like, this is going back. You're 35. I'm 36. We're from the era of like. When they had the best late night commercials. Oh, I'm yes. talking psychics. Oh, yeah. I'm talking softcore porno. Oh, yeah. So Frank Thomas, Frank Thomas is pumping a bar that has no weight on it. And then this blonde woman who looks like one of your aunt's friends is like, is that Frank Thomas? Because he looks great. Nobody knows what Frank Thomas looks like. Exactly. Other than 35 year old man children like right. us. And even then you're like, is that Frank Thomas? But he's like bald now, and he's like, "Is that Frank Thomas? He looks great." And then Frank Thomas stops pumping the bar, and it's like, "I am Frank Thomas, and I do look great. I've God. been you know, like using stem cells from children's feet and, to stay young forever." And the scene they cut is uh, uh, Bo Jackson backstage feeding Frank Thomas sweet potato pie with a gilded spoon. But that's the thing about Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson is an actual seems like tall tale, right? He and can seems he he can shoot the center out of a quarter with a bow and arrow, right? I think like he's Pecos Bill and all of them mixed together. Such a like good... he he jumped a creek from three miles away. That's stupid. It's such a good twenty for twenty. Anybody out there that wants to hear it, I think it's just called Bo knows everything or something. Oh my god, th- those should be our half-assed. Sports documentaries, 20s for 20, because they're actually 30 for 30s. Oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, commercials. Ours can be 20 for 20s on fictional tall tales. <laughs> Aren't you in the honkers? 20. 20 for 20. Applejack. Well, I don't even know his name. What was his name? Apple Tree Johnson? What was the guy's John name with the apples? Oh, Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Johnson. Johnny that's like, I don't, I don't even think, that's like somebody that's afraid that Tall Tales are trademarked. So like, we can't go with Johnny Appleseed. It's Johnny Tree Johnson. Apple Tree Johnson. 
<laughs> dollar store tall tales. God. I don't know what Pecos <laughs> even means, but. Old Texas Tom, he made right. a fine breakfast. Who was the guy that was always hammering in, uh, you know, train tracks uh, or something? John Henry? Oh, oh, Henry Timmy, Johns? Timmy, Timmy t- train tracks? Henry, no, it was John Henry. Henry Johns. He <laughs> he always, Henry Johns, he was so strong. He, they used him to get the propellers going on airplanes. <laughs> oh, Henry Johns, he owned the railroad. He owned it so good for so long. He was the, he, Henry Johns was actually the name of the robot that John Henry fought against. Ours are villainous tall tales. <laughs> Jo- Johnny Tree John Apple Tree Johnson is the guy who went sl- who slinked after Johnny Appleseed and slowly picked up all his seeds. He's the one who sold the apples that Johnny Appleseed so altruistically planted. Right, so- sold the apples for a premium. These are like uh, ten dollar apples. I'm, I'm uh, Appleseed Johnny. But Johnny Tree <laughs> Johnson, John- Apple Tree Johnson, the apples are for the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You think he's growing trees? Apple tree, tree scarelli. <laughs> yeah. Hey, meet my green, re, meet my green calf, Barb. <laughs> <laughs> green calf, Barb. Uh, here's a $50 apple and uh, AIDS medicines, $2,000. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Come on, green oh, Barb. God. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, God. That's but, the bull from Wall Street. It's all coming together. Oh, there you go. That's Barb, the green bull. <laughs> I wish I was given tours in, in New York. <laughs> well, the true story here, you guys know Johnny Tree Apples. God, I can't keep saying, you know Johnny Tree Apples. Uh, I think our tour guides had a stroke. <laughs> he's, he's he's so Barb. Time. Can I tell you about Old a wrestler John with no Tree legs? Apples. Uh, we're down in uh, <laughs> Little Italy. Uh, this is the story of uh, old Johnny Tree Apples. Shot his Joey Gallo bulb. in the brain. <laughs> the oh, thing he... about Johnny Tree Apples, hates apples. Don't say it to his face. <laughs> Don't call him. Don't call him apples to his face. What's his real name? Peach Face Jones. Peaches. <laughs> yeah, Peaches. <laughs> safe spot. Oh, girl, the safe spot. Oh, my God. Oh, Tall man. tales, thirty-five. So oh, taking it back, thirty-five. He'd shill anything. He's got his own beer. He's the guy who you're like, you know, he hangs out with like busty blonde, busted busty blondes that are like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you gotta, you don't trust them. They're in rap videos. He wears his, he wears those um, sports coats. They way too not. Tight. They're in rap videos. They were in rap videos. Yes, yes. they were in hey, a boy. lot of Nelly videos. <laughs> He wrote the thong song about them. What's that? Whatever happened to Cisco? I don't know. Question Ashley, for the ages. You know what happened to Cisco? Why? <laughs> you want an icebreaker for a party? Just turn to your wife or a significant other and go, oh, whatever happened to old Cisco? You know, sometimes that works. Cool. Spring break TRL. <laughs> what happened to TRL? <laughs> like, he, he died at a spring break TRL. Spring breaks. Like, I love that. They should just like. All these woke people, right, just go back 10 years, see Carson oh. Daly, whoever, I don't know, who was on MTV. Spring Break was just a debauchery, 
filled den of douchebags nonstop. It was just straight up pumps in a room. Pumps it just Oh yeah. Ugh. It, that's where Polly Shore was able to circumvent like doing stand up. Oh right. He was the MTV Beach House guy. Oh, right, the Beach House. Before they went full on premium spring break, which is funny, it's very prescient because it is Tis the season, baby. All March right. Madness. It's spring break time. That's right. But no, you're right. Like, what did happen to Cisco? I'm putting it on my list. I'm writing it down. I have a list. What happened to Gary Larson, Cisco, and the guy who created Garfield? They might be lovers, and Larson is dominant. <laughs> I remember hearing- they, they live in Fort Lauderdale. I remember poor Cisco, everybody, like- all of course where we live they're like he's He's gay gay. (laughs) of course he is come on what are you talking about that's why his music's so good that's That's why why he can do flips on the beach (laughs) you really think a guy with silver hair doing backflips on a beach (laughs) is gay come on come on he's as straight as bunion paul's (laughs) well paulie apples yeah, let's find out what happened to Cisco, Gary Larson, hockey. I think they all live in Berlin. <laughs> yeah, of course. Just like course. making beautiful contemporary art. I would like, because Berlin is so couture, I can just picture like the Berlin International Orchestra, like, <laughs> like the horns coming in and then Cisco like just coming in with, Einen that's our art. Our art film was just Cisco in Berlin. It's all just, black and white. That's I can't do it justice, obviously, with my voice because I'm in. Also, I'm I'm not feeling very well. But what's the like the string? You know, like that's what I was. It's because like, you're an old bastard, <laughs> right? The the old strings, you know, like the like the dramatic a, string a, section. A violin? Yeah, violin, cellos, <laughs> dark, rich. <laughs> all right, stop. <laughs> I mean, Cisco in Berlin is still a work in progress. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hey, there's man. a lot of co- a lot of cafe scenes, a lot of drinking of coffee. It's kind of like that movie, Coffee and Cigarettes. They'll just be sort of like, is that Frank Thomas and Cisco smoking a cigar in smoking Stuttgart? A <laughs> they um. What was I gonna say? Well, oh, Jackson happened. shoots paint at a at a target. Clerks got an award at Cannes. Maybe Cisco in Berlin is next. Oh, baby. It's, we- it's, it's weird up. enough to be. It No, it's only weird enough to be at like PS1. Cisco right next to the watermelon squishing video. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go back and listen. Holy shit. All right. I got a, I got a hot update from the ticker. It's from Ashley. Uh, you go. You read it. Oh, you go. No, you. I got to do the face. Uh, uh, so in. Uh, and I, I'm i a horrible speller, by the way, oh, so right. I did not do Cisco justice with how I spelled his name. Cisco is spelled S, <laughs> if you're asking if he's gay or not, uh, it's spelled S-I-S capital Q-O umlaut. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not an umlaut, but it has the accent over the Q. Oh. After the Q, it's a lowercase O. So it's uh. Suisco. Oh my! Uh, as of 2015, Cisco, <laughs> along with the other members of Drew Hill, oh yeah, claim that their record label 
botched a record deal and cost them millions in the process. Boy. So that's 2015. This Wait, is the wiki what? page. A year later, so this is 2016. In 2016, Cisco provided a rap counterpart in a duet with country music singer Marie Osmond in her song Give Me a Good Song, which was featured on Music is Medicine, released April 15, 2016. In 2017, Cisco sang on a remake of his thong song produced by JCY, which I assume is Juicy. <laughs> he is currently in pre-production on his movie, Cisco in London. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, oh my God. Uh, oh, if you shit, could here we go. Dog this shit is where he's at. Audio. We got it. <laughs> Speaking of, oh, this hits close to home. Cisco resides in Maple Grove, Minnesota, a suburb Fuck of Minneapolis. You, that's where my brother and that's where Jesse and Andrea yeah. used to live. No, oh, Maple Lake. In, Sorry, Silver Lake. Something's in the water. Oh boy. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, lives in Minneapolis with his girlfriend Elizabeth Fram. Sorry, sis. In 2014, they both appeared in an episode of Wife Swap. Got to check it out. Yeah, <laughs> I got to see this. The pair have two children together: a son born in 2012 and a daughter born in 2014. His children's godfather is R&B singer. Oh, that's a good way to spell Casey. C K dash C I Haley. That Cisco was, has um, a daughter. There was born a, in two thousand five. There was a double Dooley group. Uh, they had a song that I. It was called. Their names were like Casey and JoJo, which oh, sounds is that a bit Casey shuckstery. and JoJo. I'm th- assuming Ooh. that's the guy from Casey and JoJo. It's funny that his best friend Casey sang. The prom song and Cisco sang the thong song. Ooh. Uh, I was just going to say, Casey and JoJo, that song, that's all I remember from any dance that we I exactly. went to as a teenager. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I was intimating it, but I can't imagine a more dog shit compilation than Marie <laughs> Osmond and Cisco and Singing a, a song about medicine. Music is medicine. <laughs> med, no, med, it's medicine. <laughs> med, medicine. Let I me do more home. than just say part a syllable of word three times and then finish the word. I see sing, 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 get more than that. This is Berlin, Lynn. Cisco, Cisco in, Berlin. in Berlin. God, I love it. Uh, doing, I'm we were talking it. about on our other podcast tonight, Have a Good Night Court, we were talking about the hipster Civil War drum store, where they also sell <laughs> yes. old comic strips, insert sitcom stars here, Garfield <laughs> right. is Roseanne, Bull is Dennis the Menace, Bull Shannon is Dennis the Menace from Night Court. They can also sell copies of Cisco in Berlin. <laughs> audiobook. Only on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> right. Audiobook no, on cassette a, tape. No, interactive CD-ROM. <laughs> Which I was looking, I was thumbing through some cassette tapes at the Goodwill today, and I found, I don't know why I didn't buy it, I should have. It was a cassette tape that was just called Music to Love To by Victoria's Secret. Oh, the (laughs) Victoria's Secret, the performer? So you know all these scumbag husbands in 1987 (laughs) went in to buy something silky for their gnarly wives and then got a free cassette tape with it. Gnarly wives. (laughs) I'm just going to drop this in the bag. That's for you. (laughs) God, It's like a bustier that's two sizes too big or too small. 
Right. Don't forget your cassette tape, Jeff. Can you imagine being a woman working at fucking, doesn't have to be a woman, just working at a Victoria's Secret, flustered men all the time. I know it's a sitcom trope, but I went in there once and I was like, oh, don't know. Like something comes over you. I was just like, (laughs) no, it makes you stupid. (laughs) We're conditioned to be dumb. When it's like, I think the ladies, but it's not for like, I'm not dumb around the concept of sex and stuff. It's just, I'm dumb around the fact that you worked in a dumb store. store. Yes. But for some reason that the launch Victoria's secret, you just go, you know, who's not because it's sensible ish. Sensible, like, if you're going in to buy a fucking chindo or one single condom, (laughs) you know exactly what you're doing with your life. Yeah. But if you're like, I think it's my anniversary, I should get my wife panties. Or probably crotchless. Yeah, because you're going (laughs) to stick your dick through an opening in this underwear. (laughs) You freak. You do that yourself, sir. (laughs) Just imagine a guy sitting in the parking lot cutting the crotch out of, well, I got a free tape. (laughs) <laughs> putting it in put the cassette tape in his chevette what i was gonna it's just it's just sitco cisco talking you through how to make crotchless panties out of real panties no it's a cisco podcast with marie osmond <laughs> and and her brother the fruit basket or what the fruit honker what's his name fruit machine donnie the fruit machine donnie and marie osmond that's i mean they still rock and roll Vegas selling out shows nightly. Well, Donnie, you're and, using and they rock look, and roll very loosely. They look younger than us. Yeah, what's going on with that? They eating the Johnny Apple seeds? God, no. They, what did I see? And it was um, fuck. Someone let it slip. It was Kate Blanchett got shit because she was in New York, and she and there someone made a comment about like, oh, you look great. What are you doing? She was like, I use the. Uh, penis gel treatment and everybody's like what the fuck are you talking about and i read it and and my thinking was like what the fuck are you talking about she's sucking on bull semen certs (laughs) that's what i i was like what the fuck is this and then she explains it and it gets even crazier so she was like yeah it's the old uh penis facial treatment and in my childish brain i'm just like with his dick covered in frosting just Rubbing it around her forehead. Uh, it's she was like, well, basically, I was doing a mo- I was hanging out, and then I was hanging out with Sandy, Sandra Bullock, oh, and she gross. sent me to this person. It's a cream made from the stem cells from uh, circumcised penises. Oh, I heard about this. So it's like cloned cells from the the extra little uh, calamari clippings from the circumcised right. penis and then it's used for facial treatments so okay can do you know so more i guess about it, it it smells like jizz but it's just like it, it's good for your face so why don't they use stem cells from fucking, i don't know other skin well i to guess cure that's... actual diseases i don't know no well, there's that yeah that's weird no that's what she said i was just like this is some crazy when you, it's one of those things when you read about somebody like flippantly tossing something off, like, oh my God, you'd understand, Hans, right? When you put the creams on your face that are made from circumcised babies, and you're like, wait, what did you say? And she's like, yeah, 
creams for my face made from baby dicks. That's and you're like you are on another stratosphere. That's cream wealth, and I've seen it before. <laughs> cream wealth. I've seen cream wealth. That's before. our other our B level t- tall tale guy. Oh, cream wealth. That's. <laughs> No, that's the short open. That's the cartoon before Cisco in Berlin. <laughs> cream I mean, it's got to be animated. Um, uh, decadent cream wealth. No, that's cream wealth. And I've seen it. And I saw it in a documentary. And here's how rocking your rock stars are. I think I've even There's mentioned There's nothing it. nefarious about it. I'm just saying it's just, it's opulent. Opulent. When you try to speak to somebody who's like, huh? Right. Like, no, 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 it's this. And you're like, that's madness. That was uh like the I saw a documentary and and it was on <laughs> rock and roll and they cut to Mick Jagger and oh he's uh, cream wealthy all and, right and Paul McCartney and they're rock and roll and and again they look well McCartney got those weird testicles on the side of his face because like me I'm gonna have I'm gonna have McCartney hang gels because we got big cheeks but they were just like these rock and rollers what happened is they were in London and this. Fancy cream store closed its door so they could have a fancy cream shopping, and they literally the documentary stayed on them as they were like, "So what's this do then?" Oh, they're like, "Yeah, that's penis cream." He's like, "I'll take," and you know that shit costs like thousands of dollars, and that and it works. That's the weird thing is there's they always say like not a lot of skin that's snipped, even if you clone it. Like so, that's a premium. Unless you snip that guy from Mexico. There's a guy from Mexico who's fighting. <laughs> I heard it on a podcast who's fighting Jesus for Christ. the record for longest penis. But what it turns out is he didn't get it because he just worked for the last 20 years stretching out his foreskin. And so a person oh. had to come from Guinness Records and measure and go, no, no, no. This is eight inches of foreskin. It doesn't count. <laughs> it's not. Oh, my God. It's the best. Someone gets to put on their resume like. I measured it. I'm the expert. It's not all dick. Right. That's extra skin. They, uh, and the other thing is, and I was, I heard this on a dumb, uh, I don't want to spoil it. I heard this on a podcast out there, uh, um, is he is on disability because he has so much foreskin. It inhibits any chance of him to work. So a doctor's like, well, then you need to get your, you need to get a circumcision. He's like, no, but then I wouldn't have the longest penis. And they're like, but you don't. That's what do you what are you doing? Like a lot of pelvis forward work? No, I think he just literally with like with weights stretched out his skin. No, that's what I'm like, saying. Those like, old but Chinese how... guys in the weird you've seen them. <laughs> the, the penis strength competition. Don't throw me under the bus with the videos I watch. You've seen it. <laughs> no, but I was like, what disability? Like hindrance like how does that get in your way i mean can't put on jeans just put it down the leg too you got thick. two legs don't you too thick too, too uncomfortable thick. too chafing too chafing so it's ea has the length and the width it's like it's too wide i'm sorry what i say is smuggle in some some hashish into the country with that foreskin <laughs> just, just a in. long dick I don't it's know. like an I unraveled that's, that's sleeping crass. bag uh, what I was gonna say, and uh, and pin, oh, well, two pins. One, I was in. Yes, I should have gotten two things. One, and this goes back to Frank Thomas, number thirty-five, shilling, goddamn everything. Uh, is another man of his caliber, Mister Jose Canseco, also mm. likes to put his his uh, 
his name on everything, and there was an amazing oh, he, like, hat. It was just too beat up. It was just a green hat, yellow, basic font, uh, sure. Helvetica, Classic Oakland Jose A's Canseco, colors. and a home base next to it in yellow. It's like, oh, God, if, but it was just too beat up, which could have been perfect. So he's trying to trademark home base? <laughs> I don't think, that was the period on Canseco. <laughs> Canseco brand home bases. <laughs> right. I'd do, he'd do that shit. <laughs> Is this a Thomas brand? It's like all those scumbags <laughs> putting their name on the inside of... Uh, uh, who did you have? Who, whose signature did you have on the inside of your catcher's mitt? Your ball mitt? Oh, that's right. It's uh, We had a Kirby Puckett. Well, that's a good pull. Uh, we had a Johnny Bench. That was a Ooh. throwback. Was that a catcher's mitt? That one was a catcher's mitt. Okay. Uh, we had a Kirby Puckett outfield, like a proper outfielder glove. Right. I think those were the two big ones. I had an maybe Oral a, Maybe a Dennis er- Eckertsley. Right. Mine was like, I was like, well, this is the one I like. It's black. It It's... No, hey, uh, this is the one I like. It's 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 like a good with one. With the whitest then, baseball like, player of all time. Right. But yeah, Oral, who, how many Oral Hirsch, who went to Oral, how many ball players out there, like, you know, had the swag and then they're like, I don't know, Oral Hershiser? Like, right, exactly. For love of the game, you're like, I watched him play. It brought a tear to my eye and I knew this is my calling. I'm an Oral Hershiser man. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess we're f- fucking Frank Thomas shills. Right, but he had a pinball a machine that coughed out baseball cards. Oh, yes. Which was the worst pinball machine ever made, by the way. But there's a, but as as you know, old uh, baseball collector extraordinaire, memorabilia collector extraordinaire, Lee Frywald sent out about 200 letters trying to get, 200 baseballs trying to get signatures. And two of the people that sent them back to old Will Clark. San Francisco Giants. Oh, there you and go. Yeah. Oral Hershiser. L.A. Dodgers. They got time to sign a ball. Talk. Yeah. Frank Thomas. Uh, what was his signing fee? $75 or something like that on anything. Literally sent a letter back. Literally paid for the postage to send a letter back saying, to tell- you're going to have to send this back with a cashier's check. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. It's crazy. That's some Sly Stallone shit, right? Wasn't yeah, he at to- like a Comic Con where he was like, Sylvester Stallone was charging people hundreds of dollars. Who wants his god? What f- you know? What whoever wants that signature deserves to pay that fee, the two hundred dollars, right? Because yeah. you're 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 insane. You're an insane person, right? No, and it's like as a Frank Thomas, like why not sign it and be like, hey, if you. Throw a check in here. I'll send you like a hat for a hundred bucks. You know, <laughs> come I mean? on, like, millionaires. I get like just like don't acknowledge it. Just be like, I'm not. I got too much shit to do. But to have a guy on your team, I'm assuming, who's like, we got to still try and get those seventy five bucks. You got to pay this yeah. guy to try and eke out to try and and it didn't matter because Lee just signed his name to whatever he wanted anyway. Mm-hmm. Sure, right, yeah. Right. We, got, just we that. got more Frank Thomas gear than you do, and we only charge 50 bucks. <laughs> but that's the thing. You think about all of that goes into it. It's like, okay, well, he had a guy draft a form letter. Right. Because it's not the same guy who's checking the mail. Like, he paid for a professional form letter, and then you have someone in the office who's like, all right, I got another kid from where? 
All right. Copy, paste, print, send. But you had to and pay this to is, send it back. Or maybe you didn't right, send you the ball back. Stamp. Maybe you just sent a letter. That, I'm sure you The did. guy's got to go to the post office, buy stamps. Like, there's so much work in that. Why not just, like, out to lunch, lost in the shuffle? Right. Of course. Speak. All right. So this is ham-fisted, but I want to get there. Um, speaking of hamana, hamana, hamana. Oh, God, this is so bad. In Victoria's Secret, I know a certain guy who was hamana, hamana, hamana in Victoria's Secret, but not because he was nervous, but because he had some kind of body disease. I don't remember the disease. I'm talking Stevie Hawk, Stephen Hawkins. Is that a bad transition? Rest in peace. Hamana, hamana, hamana. Body disease. What did he have? A body disease. Do you have John Hodgkins? Uh, what did he have? Let me, because I, I pulled up, because I figured, John Hodgkins, yes, the comedian, I have the comedian's disease, the, the hilarious, disease. witty, He's too witty smart John for his Hodgkins. own good. Too snooty. John Hodgman's disease. John Hodgman's. Uh, what would, what was it? It was like multiples. Oh, did he have the MS? I don't know, but I have I have an article from a very reputable sort. Oh, he had ALS. Oh, Lou Gehrig's. Lou Gehrig's. I didn't know that. Ties into baseball. There you go. I knew it. Stevie People say Lou. we get off track, and we don't. But we never saw Lou Gehrig's bucks, teeths. <laughs> just saying. I don't want to get into it. We well, got into it in the last podcast, but I'm just saying. I'm going to say it one more time. So I guess I do want to get into it. He had plenty of assistance. Uh, they should have filed down at least those bottoms. Uh, they put his bottoms on the top. Just reverse. Just send him to North Korea. If I, I mean, maybe just they probably were so weak, those teeth. Or they were super strong because they were the only ones. Maybe you could just, just while he's sleeping, just, oh, God, <laughs> just pull that out. <laughs> That's why I wasn't assistant. They're like, you're a monster. <laughs> I invented evolution. What did he do? I don't even know what. All right. Invented (laughs) evolution. (laughs) Henning's rolling in his grave. Henning's upset right now. (laughs) And the reason I invented evolution and had bad teeth. Stephen Hawking? Yes. What's lucky is you all don't have to listen to a cold tag that's Cisco and 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 Mary Osmond. Because we have a hand dignity cold tag just to, just to putting it out there. And I purposely, by the way, Hen, I haven't listened to it yet. I don't want you influencing uh, my bad taste. Oh, no, totally. Well, we should mourn Stephen Hawking because he died 30 fucking years ago, you noob. Did he really? Yeah, man. He was a fucking shill. I knew it. He Body was... double. Yeah. I figured. They gave him the old McCartney treatment. Sweet creams. Oh, so he was just like a goo somewhere in a basement hooked up to like a couple like battery power chargers, just brainwaves coming into like a jar, just coming up with uh, equations and stuff. Yeah, he's like the ooze from Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> yeah, there you Except go. instead of bad feelings, it's like smart stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. Or not smart stuff. That's when he gets worked up and gets angry. <laughs> That's when he gets mad. It's really bad. Oh, you're making. You guys Stephen talking about Hawkins. Roseanne again? Hawkins plasm. <laughs> oh, the Hawkins plasm theorem. <laughs> What's that song from Ghostbusters too? Oh, it's a. Uh, 
Come on, Stevie. Come on, big baby. Show me what New York's all about. Evolution in New York. Evolution in New York. That's the All end the of- apes turn into humans and the humans turn into apes. See, I it's really like, three. I was following Cisco in Berlin until it cut <laughs> to- it Turned into Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Something about Stephen Hawking and a new song? <laughs> but seriously, um, what did he do? Was he an astrophysicist? Uh, well, uh, according to my research- Which you've been doing and, all night. Uh, which I've been doing- all night long since the man's passing. Stephen rest Hawking, in peace. Rest, rest in peace. Uh, you are the world's friend out to lunch, whatever they'll put on your tombstone. Um, <laughs> not evolution. Uh, <laughs> not me. Evolution, the other guy with a thumb pointing to the next plot. I showed next you door. the evolution of disease. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that didn't make sense. Uh, uh, no, but my research took me to a website called, uh, IFL science exclamation point. IFL international film football league, international football league science division. I don't know. He's probably, you could be an amazing, that's a movie (laughs) right there. We need a kicker. (laughs) I'm your man. Just hook him up to an old timey like wind him up machine and you like kind of wind up his leg comes back like on an old stringy pulley and then just release it baby <laughs> it's like a rube goldberg machine just <laughs> thinking, like mousetrappy a better idea is he comes up he's on the sidelines and he comes up with good plays using stars <laughs> right yeah <laughs> stars, constellations which he didn't do anyways <laughs> he wasn't a constellation man he is, uh, no, he is he... a constellation now <laughs> It's Ooh, no longer the Big Dipper. It's the robot chair. <laughs> and that's the little chair that his assistant sat in when his prostitutes came in and rubbed themselves on his sleeves. <laughs> the assistant's chair. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, I'm on the International Football League science site, IFL Science, exclamation. You can look it up. Uh, it's in their physics section, so I guess he was a physicist. Oh, okay, I knew it. Astro. Or just reg. I don't know. Astro reg. <laughs> but the top stories at the top of the page are uh, here are a few things that even Einstein got wrong. Mongooses, fussy eaters for the most adorable reason. So, yeah, this is a, a hard hitting news site. What? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, I'm just saying the, the links up top are oh, two other stories. I they were and like... one's about. How Einstein cute mongooses had a pet are. mongoose. <laughs> and it hated to eat. <laughs> and that's how he discovered? I don't know what he did. God, I, I, by the way, I don't think I prefaced I have the flu. So it's not that I'm the <laughs> oh, most coherent You're going to put man. that on you. Like, I have the flu of the brain. <laughs> I just couldn't astrophysic. All right, I'm going to define astrophysicism. All right? Hit me. Astrophysicism. Is the study of astral planes and uh-huh. the connections in between. There's seven planes. We've only seen three of them, three dimensions. And there's eight, seven, three, four, five, six, seven, four planes left. One is cubes. <laughs> the other. 
We're fractals, baby. We're going to put those fractals. Other ones, ghosts, sound vibrations like that Michael Keaton movie. And the eighth one is aliens. And they're all connected with black holes. Stevie Hawks. That's where he came in. Physicism. And you can't travel through a black hole unless you have a certain suit. I've seen Interstellar. I know what happens. I haven't seen it. You get to you get to kiss your daughter. Or your son, I guess, if you have a son and you go through. If you're Tom Brady kissing that son on the lips through the (laughs) black hole. (laughs) Come back back more. That's the American Football League of Science. Uh, the new theorem on sun kissing is weird. Oh, no, no. Not S-U-N. S-O-N. <laughs> and, related. And their candle burned out long before <laughs> the sun ever did. <laughs> and it seems to me Tom Brady's son kissed him on the lips. And he grabbed his buns while he got massages. And he's wearing the thong, the thong, thong, thong. All right, get on. <laughs> Cisco in Berlin. <laughs> Cisco in Berlin. Coming soon. Um, so anyways, I, as I said, I got to get to the artic- article written by James Felton in uh, January 15th, 2018 at 1330. Stephen Hawking turned 76 last Monday. Or did he? 1330. The conspiracy theory. Uh, yeah, so 1.30 a.m. Space time. Got it. Yeah. He's a military man. Military time is, I'm over it, by the way. <laughs> is that the thong song of time? It is. Who, you, <laughs> come on. Anybody that tells you time in military time, stop. Probably Those are the not guys in that the pay military. For sli- Those are the guys that have that cassette tape, Victoria's <laughs> Secret, and pay for Sly's autograph. They're like, yeah. so it was, uh, it was about 1450. Sound I was getting Sly's autograph, and then by 1930, I was giving him a blowjob <laughs> to a tape. <laughs> it's like, Cisco! Just Sly's just loaded the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that's what the $100 from this guy. <laughs> Look. Well, the tape plays. I know it seems like a lot for an autograph, but it comes with you giving him a blowjob <laughs> in the back you, of a You get Datsun. to give me a blowjob in your truck. My truck. All right, only in the bed, Sly. And he gives, he'll put those legs around your neck with that blowjob and just hawk it down your throat. Because I saw a video of him and they were like, Sly Stallone can still do it. And it's like, why are you doing it, Sly? And it was him in an unfinished basement doing pull-ups on a, like a water pipe with weights <laughs> around his ankles. And he was doing like 75 pull-ups with 100 pounds tied to his feet is he what is he in a russian jail like right? why? i don't know what he's who cares make another comedy <laughs> well it's just like i'm picturing picturing that scene from boogie nights except he is mark Wahlberg's character jerking off in the truck but he's browbeating you for paying him to jerk off in front of him oh right so oh, he's God. looking you in the eye like no. you're a piece of shit Another amazing. <laughs> it all comes back to boogie nights. I just think Speaking of boogie, boogie nights, all right, let's boogie on to the stars. Uh, so yes, uh, Stephen Hawking. Uh, proponents of the theory claim that the professor, uh, is so trusted as a voice of science that when he died in 1985, scientists at NASA 
decided that he was too useful as a figurehead to just let him go. So instead of announcing his death, they swapped him for a lookalike. Just like Paul from the Beatles. Unlike Paul, proponents of the fake Hawking say that he hasn't been replaced with someone compar- with comparable abilities. They just choose some ordinary dude that was really sick. Did they give him a sick? Oh, no. Okay. No, he was just sick. That sounds like MKUltra. Uh, yes. Stephen Hawking speaks by controlling his speech with the synthesizer using the muscles in his cheek. A cursor on Hawking's computer screen scans across the keyboard row by row. By moving his cheek, he stops the cursor. Okay, they're explaining what he can do. Uh, So basically, the thought process was that they, the real Stephen Hawking died. Yes, 85. uh, Because he has ALS, and the longest anyone diagnosed with ALS has lived post-diagnosis is five years. Stephen Hawking lived 55. Years after? The diagnosis? 55 years after his diagnosis. Cream well. So that, yeah, it is, the penis creams. And hooker farts in his mouth. Oh, it's because him and Paul together. Oh. Body swaps, the Steve penis creams Hawking together. Paul McCartney going to the, the fancy cream shops. <laughs> we really showed them, didn't we? We're <laughs> um, That's not a good Hawking. Uh, no, uh, no so Hawking yeah, this episode. No But Hawking that's what makes. feeds into the conspiracy is that because he was so like with the disease, like so broken down when he died, they could replace him with someone who was also sick, but because he didn't speak, it was just a computer. Right. It could be anybody. It could be you. It could be me. And basically they dictated science, like basically the thought science through him. But how was this guy sick? What did he have? I don't know. Where the autopsy? Where the tapes, man? Where the Did tapes, man? Did he just get man? the ultimate job? What do you mean? I don't got to right. move. So in this in this story, basically, the real Stephen Hawking got ALS and died in the eighties, and then they found some schmuck, Dave, who was who was just sick, and then lived for another fifty five years just as a sick guy getting the old hooker on his sleeve jobs. I wish they uh, they should have taken it one step further, and they were just like, when he died, they were like, cured him? So it was just a lookalike that like just got better? Right. Oh, they did the old uh, uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Yes. He really wonkers it. But then I guess everybody else with uh, ALS would be like, um, where's, that's the, not... where's that tech? They're like, no, 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 it was Creamwell. You don't have the it's cream creams. Well. It's cre- you don't have the. You don't have the. Money. Your insurance doesn't Paul cover. McCartney. Blue Cross Blue Shield doesn't cover those creams. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. So that's the conspiracy theory: is that he died in the eighties, and that he is a figurehead for I don't know, big science, deep state. I don't know. Then why didn't they? And I wish Henning. Well, Henning will respond. I'm sure in kind. You keep Stevie Hawks around, doing. Brain flips off the half pipe. Why don't you keep Carl Sagan around? Why don't you replace him? Because he was tooting on the sag pipe. Oh, it was a punishment It's too tough. It's too tough. You can't body swap Carl Sagan. I'm going to go online and I'll put on Facebook a perfect Sagan lookalike. I'll find one. Um, We have answers. I think we found some. I scrolled down to the comments. 
Oh, no. Uh, Carlos Garcia from Rutgers Newark College of Art and Science. Art and says, Science? Oh, yeah. Art and. Not ampersand. And. Art so what and. Is, science. What does that mean? Like paintings of beakers? Yeah. Like classic. A lot of, a lot of still life. Dutch, like Dutch master. A lot of fruits. <laughs> nice. A lot of still lifes. Fruits and. But science Pig entrails. <laughs> pig heads. Beakers. Tongs. Oh, there's an amazing uh, painting up uh, of uh, Stephen Hawking right now that Jim Carrey did. I like Jim Carrey's no work shit. a lot. I guess they were buddies. Like I've seen them do bits on like Late Night, which was actually pretty funny. Because they're both hack body swapped. They body well, Jim... swapped Carrey in the '80s too. That's why. That's why we don't have another funny Ace Ventura. Because he's in the 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 stars. That's why we gotta Him make and it the real Paul McCartney. We got to go along the lines of our Tall Tales series and do Ventura Ace. <laughs> when the city so, screams. <laughs> it's all part of Cisco in Berlin. Really? Uh, it, it all comes together. It's all a fee- It is an art house film now. It, got, it has to start like, with pies being thrown at the toilet. It's, it's how uh, all of Quentin Tarantino's movies take place in the same universe. A oh. universe in which Hitler died. In Inglorious Bastards and everything afterwards is a hyper violent version of reality. Who do is that on your conspiracy page right now? Under- oh, we can get into that, but I gotta. I have speaking of Hawk King, it's in here, baby. Okay, so you have questions, was he a, was he as a I Dutch said. King? <laughs> oh, he, he's the king of misdirection and secrets. Oh boy, uh, as I said, Carlos Garcia, Rutgers Newark College of Art and Science. A lot of beakers, a lot of pig heads. Stephen Hawking is slash was a fake and a fraud. No different than Bill Gates, Albert Einstein, and all the way back to Isaac Newton and William Shakespeare, you fuck. Does this guy have Fra- an email, please? Frauds, fakes, phonies. Just puppets in place, placed in positions of power by lizard rulers yes, of yes, this Carlos. world. So no one would know who was really pulling the strings. Hawking? Really laughable. Take a mental vegetable and tell the world he's a genius. The world will believe it. Pfft. Yeah. We're that stupid as a species. And the name Hawk King probably refers to the bird we see as the symbol of every empire that's collapsed throughout history, you dumb. Name some. The fake eagle, which is really supposed to be a phoenix. This article comes from the mainstream science community and is a good example of how they put truth, their lies, out in the open and disguise it as conspiracy theory, which people have been programmed to laugh at the moment they hear it. Nice work, CIA. But you can't fool the people all of the time, dude. Also, the accommodator worked well, but it gave me chin blisters. (laughs) No, so yeah. I mean... Of course, you can take things from history, and yeah, the eagle was a sign of the Roman Empire, which crumbled. That doesn't necessarily mean haw- hawks and eagles are different creatures. Why does it matter? The guy's name is Hawking. If William Shakespeare, like that, doesn't matter. If it, like, it doesn't fit. Who cares? No, it matters because you can put their names next to other names, and they right. say, "Yeah, they're all lizard puppets." You fuck. Who cares? No, you just listed a bunch of famous people. That's it. Um, Isaac so yeah, they they all have coins behind their eyes. So get out there, 
Get those coins, girl. Speaking of coins, I don't know. So anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, the uh, 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 Quentin Tarantino thing. Yes. Speaking of coins, no, all Ashley the coins I paid it. for those movies. Transition. I got the flu. No, Ashley, Ashley found it online and we were talking about it and that was somebody going into his movies was basically like if you look at reality like Django Django is is history historical fact there was a guy named Django he, right. his character i guess tracks name wise into Samuel L Jackson's character in pulp fiction so the world basically we it, the world in his cinematic universe takes place in world in a World War Two where Hitler was murdered, and but we have this Django sort of Unchained rampant... happened before that. Yes, but that's true also. Okay, I think these are divergent theories that they were like, ah, oh, we can put them together. Is this a Hawk King theory? I mean, they're all lizards, right? This is the Eighth Plane Tarantino movies Be- because they're black. Oh yes, I heard Hawking was a racist, right, Henning? <laughs> Ding! <laughs> no, no, I don't want to defend. I don't, nobody wants to talk bad about Stephen Hawking. He was brilliant, funny. Just I mean, a, a bag you, of wind. If you go to International Apparently. Football League, science exclamation mark, you'll and you'll get the truth. The weirdest thing was at his funeral, Tom Brady snuck a long, <laughs> uncomfortable kiss in that casket. <laughs> I hardly knew they, ye. And then they thought he was stealing his watch, his and they were like, <laughs> "Catch this, you fuck! He's dead, and he couldn't have caught it if he was alive." You asshole. Gave Cisco the vapors. Oh, <laughs> Tom, Tom, to Tom, Tom, Tom. <laughs> oh, what a star-studded funeral! Tom Brady, Cisco, <laughs> Cisco, Marie Osmond. <laughs> Sliced the loan and drove up in his blowjob truck. <laughs> That's all I want for my funeral is just slice the loan truck off in a truck and Cisco and Tom Brady to be there. And then just out That's of the corner, corner of the people our age's eye, they just go, is that Oral Hershiser? He's <laughs> the most normal guy here. He's throwing heaters. He's throwing that baseball through a tire. Nah, I feel like he, he, he and Bo Jackson would be in the back like talking a little too loud. A little too much church laugh from those two. Oh, at my sharing funeral. an apple brandy from a from a flask. Oral Hershiser loves his brandies. This is this is my that's that's but that's Frank Thomas's house brand, <laughs> Apple Tree Johnny's peach brandy. <laughs> Why is it peach? I'm working on flavors. Peach is a tried and true flavor. It's established. I played for Auburn. <laughs> that's how you know Frank Thomas was, because that's what I heard. Like he was more sought after as a football player than a baseball player, but he's one of those freaks that's good at everything athletic. And he, like football was what he was supposed to go play for the Bears. And then last minute, the White Sox were like, "I don't know, we'll give you a couple hundred thousand. We'll give you a hundred thousand dollars more." And you think, "All right, I'm a baseball player." I mean, it goes back to my like. I always loved baseball, but I feel like that era of the White Sox was such a, it was so insane. George Bell? Because they had George Bell. They had Michael Jordan. Like, they (laughs) were just like, 
they would have taken the fucking snake wrestler if they could have. Like it's like yes. old school baseball. They're Carlton like, eh, Fisk. We... <laughs> Can you imagine how dusty his knees were? He was catching for the White Sox in 1996 or something like that. When did he hit that famous home run for the Red Sox? 80. <laughs> like, that was on. like 10. That was 10 years before. At least. Jesus. I love in that long white beard. I feel. But he had the baggiest. He looked the most like a fat middle school kid because he didn't wear like the form fitting baseball uniform. It was just that boxy. Like if you just bought like when a fat kid wears a baseball jersey, You're like, talking that's about what Fisk? he looked like. Yeah, I'm talking about Fisk. I was just like, man, after my heart, that's what I look like. We have the same body type. You got to go I'm baggy. 12. I don't trust a ball player that wears the calf highs. Come on. We're not a Hershizer man. What are we, huh? going to yoga class? <laughs> Bag them up. They should be dragging on the... I think we when we played baseball, we got... They gave you... I think you were given... Uh, as I recall, I didn't have my own baseball pants. I think they gave them to you. Does that sound right? Yeah, when we were little, they gave you that you were issued pants to your size. No, they I were know not. That's because, why I know, because they were not to my size. Uh, because m- there were only two pairs, and there were only, there was about three fat kids. Right. So it was like, they threw the knife in the, it's like the Joker in Dark Knight, and it's like, upward management, one of you is walking out of here with pants, two of you are going naked. Two of you so are just wearing those weird slide shorts, no padded so, briefs. And I remember, like, stirrups. Did you wear stirrups? Of course. For no, just all artifice, no reason, but just that look. Gotta have that stirrup. I'm assuming back in the day those existed to keep... (laughs) Because, like, the fact that things existed to keep men's socks up astounds me. It's insane, yeah. They just couldn't make thread tight enough to make normal (laughs) socks? Like, but come the, on, humanity. I'm imagining this is the aside on the Victoria's Secret tape. It's just like whoever the DJ is is like, in the next one up is a, we got a sexy one, but you fellas remember stirrups? <laughs> just have to keep our socks up. Okay, here's Barry White with. Gotta keep those socks up, men. <laughs> Pull those pants down, women. Uh, no, nothing and that, is... the, but the baseball stirrups were all artifice, like yes. totally... No practical purpose other than you had your high baseball shorts. You pulled your socks all the way up. The stirrups weren't keeping your socks up. They but just... I'm assuming back in the day, those existed as sock keeper uppers. Because old baseball know. players wore silk socks with their weird shoes. <laughs> Not shoeless Joe, though. Little bumpkin. Oh, no, no shoes. Just stirrups. Naked foot. <gasps> Do you think Naked that... of foot, Do but you... stirrup. Do you think, even, I know he would, by the way, Shoeless Joe Jackson is the saddest man on the planet. Going back to, because we had talked about earlier, I don't, did, was this, was that a night court or this where you talked about your favorite movie, Eight Men Out? Oh yeah, no, and you and I both have, us, as we had talked about, because all we've done for half the podcast, other than besmirch Stephen Hawking's good name, is talk about the Chicago White Sox. I don't but, know. Like so, this is dedicated to Stephen Hawking, basically, because our because our practitioner Henning was like, "You guys got to do some Stephen Hawking," and it wasn't, by the way, out of spite that he got sandwiched in between sports talk. <laughs> How much of a talk about besmirch like that is the like what? Um, 
What I was going to say is, yes, like that Ken Burns documentary about baseball is so shoeless Joe Jackson gets kicked out of baseball. And then there's a guy that gives the story, the long diatribe. They're like, yep, Ty Cobb was traveling with the uh, Detroit Tigers. And he was down south and he walked in to get a pint of whiskey. Sure enough, behind the counter was shoeless Joe Jackson. So he goes in, he orders his whiskey, pays for it. Shoeless Joe looks at him, doesn't say anything, and he's about to walk out. And he just turns around and he goes, don't you, don't you remember me, Joe? And Joe just goes, sure I do, but nobody wants to remember me anymore. Shoeless oh, Joe God. Jackson roll, died 11 years later. It's just like, oh my God. And that's for those people who don't know, Shoeless Joe Jackson was one of the greatest baseball players of his era. And he played for the Chicago Black Sox. They basically went in league with the mafia to throw the World Series. So he and his cohorts were kicked out of baseball forever. And if you've ever read, uh, I was about to name drop the book, but I can't remember the name of name of the. um, It's called Eight Men Out, uh, I think. The eight, Eight Men Out, but they reference it in Great Gatsby. Because they referenced like how Gatsby oh, got yes, his money was he was in league with the mafia guys who helped throw the series, which was Arnold Rothstein. Spoilers: Go watch yeah. that now, and um, go light a candle for Stephen Hawking. Was Stephen Hawking a religious man? Any? Stephen Hawking's the shoeless Joe Jackson of science. She- really, Stephen Hawking? Do you think he? I never saw him ankles down. Was oh, he a Nike all man? Stirrups. I oh, have a feeling a he man. was one of those nerds that like. You know, always had a brand new pair of sneakers on. Ooh, like a lamb skin? Cream wealth. No, oh, just like, yeah. you know, like like a Larry David. Those guys that, they I I, I don't blame sure. them. Always, whatever, ankle up, they'll wear whatever, but it's always a brand new pair, like New Balance or something. I was just going to say, like a New Balance guy? Yeah, he's a New Balance man. Or he was like an alligator skin. <laughs> Buckle man. <laughs> Just a snake, just a snake's head. That's that. That was NASA controlling the PR. They're like, just don't pan out past those shoes. We can uh, we can get this guy for cheap, but he's a real stickler for his shoes, and he's got no taste. He's got gators, as they call them down south. <laughs> he's a gator man. Just let him go. No one can tell Stephen Hawking has a Florida accent because of the machine. Oh my God! But can you imagine if somebody? April Fools! They ape, they southern accented his, his robot box, whatever it is. It's true. I feel, I feel like I've heard a comed- comedians do bits about how we have Siri and like you can get like Robert Downey Jr. to do the voice on your phone, but Stephen Hawking stuck it out with the old voice modulated computer voice. Trademark, man. I think honestly, was that a new bit? No, I feel like I heard it. Is that, I'm not, a, is I'm that just... a bit you're bringing to Wednesday night open mic night? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it is. Stephen Hawking, Larry Burns, everybody, 9-11's gay. <laughs> Larry Burns. I got the flu. I got the flu. Space flu. This is the Hawking <laughs> yeah. curse. Oh, no. I did, it's so weird because I knew we were going to talk about Stephen Hawking today, and I am, I am a little under the weather, so... We we talked about when we we're gonna do this, and I was like, I gotta take a nap. But it's kind of that like, I'm hot, I'm cold, so I laid in bed and I I didn't really sleep. I just kind of rested a little bit, but my head was turning, mm-hmm. and yeah. 
all I was, it was like playing in my head almost like a nightmare is like that Tony Hawk video game. Just like, bing, bing, oh bing, my bing, God. bing, 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 Like, you know how you could do the combos oh. forever? It was just, I was like, I always played with, ch- like, I don't know where my, br- I haven't thought about that in 20 years, but the word hawk, Holy crap, as we yeah. know, storch, scorch, mm-hmm. the word hawking made me think of hawk, Tony, hawk, Tony hawk. And then in my brain, I was riding around Holy as Chad shit, Muska yeah. getting combos for 100,000 points in some the basement of LA. No, the basement of LA. <laughs> LA's basement. <laughs> you know, LA's basement. Where Cisco lives. Holy crap. Like, it's funny that you say that because I had this kid I work with is like, I'm throwing a party and they, because they're like cool and young, they do like multimedia parties. So he was like, I'm doing this party. It's called Viva La Scoob. And then I looked at him like, I don't know what that means. And he's like, oh, I'm I'm just going to show episodes of Viva La Bam intermittent with Scooby-Doo episodes. I'm going to make drinks that coincide with either one. And I was like, that's funny and fun. I was like, why Viva La Bam? I was because I immediately went like Tony Hawk, Bam Margera, Jackass, the game. And he's like, I don't know. It was just on a torrent. So I downloaded it. And which was the week after you and I talked about like abusing a dad based on things. I was was thinking that this is all in my, it's in the universe now. That is such a specific party. Did we ever throw a theme party ourselves, or was it just keg of beer, concrete floor? I, I tried once, Tyler and I, when we lived in that apartment before next door to where we all lived together. I was there, and I think I got cornered by your shisty vacuum salesman roommate. Sorry, go ahead. Right, you were you were two of the you and your girlfriend were two of the three people that showed up because we we did a time travel party on. Uh, Daylight savings. So we bought a bunch of tinfoil to make like tinfoil stuff. So Henning showed up, you showed up, and your girlfriend showed up. That was it. I remember there was a lot of liquor at least. I time Oh, we were stocked. To trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I got, I almost left that party like with like a commission. Like he's like, all right, I'm going to call you tomorrow. It's not a pyramid Oof. scheme. But have a check for $300, and we're going to sell vacuums. I was like, all right, sounds like a plan. I, he guilt-tripped me into one of his sales pitches, and I, because I mercilessly teased him, I was like, you are a fucking scam artist. You're a scam a artist. He was a scam And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm just selling vacuums. I was like, who are you selling vacuums to? We're 21 years old. And, you can't and it's afford a vacuum. 2003. Who sells vacuums? And then, of course, he got a little teary-eyed because he was like, you're being too harsh. And I was like, all right, fuck, fine. I'll sit through it. But even then, I was like, you're a fucking scumbag. You have to know this. I'm trying to be your friend. He's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. As I recall, didn't he just kind of there a day, gone a tomorrow? Was he? Didn't he just kind of fade? Didn't he owe you rent at the end of the day? He, no, we kind of, Tyler and I just like, High hatted him because he was like, like as you, as you like, he's a scumbag. Like he fell for a Ponzi scheme and then got caught up in the vacuum sales. And Tyler and I were like, "You're an idiot. We're going to watch our films, loser." And now, in retrospect, probably would have been fun to. He's a Christ. He was a shisty vacuum salesman. Oh man, no, but he was like a pro, nice dude. But like, he's just that guy, just a schemer. Always, always on. Always, always on. If he didn't 
have a steady relationship, he's that guy always on the hunt, always going. There's always ladies. He's doing this. He's got angles. He's like, what are you doing? Okay, this is my friend Casey. Boom, boom, boom. Just like had a thousand stories. He's like, yeah, I have a script. I know a guy in Hollywood. So he's always working on this script. Like he's that guy that has the story for every situation. So he was always the coolest guy until where if you were like someone like me, who I was in art school for filmmaking, I was like, you're going to make a movie? Like, let's talk about the movie. And then it would always get a little fuzzy. Once you hit the details, it gets a little fuzzy. And when I'm like, so what kind of camera are you going to use? What are we going to, what are you going to do? Are you going to do this? And he was like, ah, it's, I was like, who's the guy you know in Hollywood? Like, what do you need from the script? And he was like, ah, it's just, I sell vacuums. Yeah, I know exactly. Then it just turned into like him selling discount like Halloween candy. You're like, wait, what? Um, Well, speaking of Halloween candy and Ponzi schemes, I don't know. Like, this will be, we should just come up with segments so we can just cue a thing. It was like, what you been watching on Netflix, Hansi? Ashley and I just watched a documentary called Haunters. Okay. It is worth your hour and a half to watch. It's basically just follows. And it's just like, it's totally our bag because it does such a good job of getting into a community and the minutia of a very specific group of people. And it's this group of people called haunters and they work haunts and they're haunt actors and they dress up wow. and there's a season for it and it is so interesting. I bet it's amazing. It's, it's your classic. They do a little background so they kind of talk about how haunted houses became popular. So you get the history and they have like cool old footage of just like which is right up our alley like scumbag state fair haunted houses and how haunted houses became popular and it was through like the church. Hmm. Which I didn't realize. And it was like, it was a fundraiser thing. So these church kids would set up local chapters of these haunted houses. It would totally just be that, like, someone jumps out a door and scares you and you scream. So it kind of goes through the evolution of how it transitioned from your classic, like, neighborhood haunted house to that stuff. Now where it's like they put a bag on your head and they fucking throw you in a car (laughs) and they like basically MK ultra shit. They like talk about how they're going to abuse your mother while your dad watches and, and then like throw you through a place where the lights are blinking and it's always wet. (laughs) Yes. No, but they get, there's one guy in particular because they following people just to get, you know, kind of set you up and he has, and it's his house. He lives somewhere in California. He and his wife have done it for about 20 years. And it's like, I guess, the most intense haunt you can do. Really? So Ashley and I are watching it like, well, I mean, we like that stuff. Like We're like, oh, cool. We would be into that. And they kind of skirt around what it is. And they go to do other stuff. And they come back to this guy. And he's like a guy. And he, they keep reiterating, like, he has the best one. It's sought after. He has a wait list. People travel from Europe, and you sign up, and you do waivers, and then you find out, like, he doesn't make any money off of it. He just takes For dog food. For the love, you prostitute? For the love, you prostitute. He takes dog food donations, and then, like, he hires local kids, and basically it's just, you sign a waiver, and this guy 
films you while like teenagers torture you. <laughs> like scream in your face, dunk you in water. If you don't like snakes, they cover you in snakes. If you're like, I hate spiders, they put tarantulas on you. And I was like, yeah, that's scary. It lasts for like 20 hours. Oh, God. <laughs> so they literally break you down. They put you in a casket and they like spit on you. So I was like, this isn't really scary. This is just emotional abuse. This is Saw. This is embodied No, it saw. is. It's straight up because it looks like Saw because he has just a little sort of like bungalow spit house. On you in in, <laughs> in, in <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> No, it really is. And it's like, and he's given this pep talk and he's such like a goofy sort of dumb dad, suburban guy. Like they get to it in the documentary and he is such a like, I love scaring people. I got the best haunt in the world. I'm I'm, I'm in the business. I want to go pro. Like they talk about it like, you know, like they're in NCAA. He's like, I'm going to go pro. I'm going to go big. And he's just this goofy sort of buzz cutted guy was in the military Deathly, deathly afraid of snails. Of course. Of so he's course. like talking tough shop and this like 16 year old kid is like, <laughs> chases him and he's like, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. And he's like freaking out. And then they cut to the haunt and it's just him with a camera and he's filming people like holding their face. And he's just like, if they puke, you pick up the puke and you put it back in their mouth. Oh, God, an asshole. I love it. I'm going to mail him some snails. Sign up for it. So it's like, but it's all in all is like a really cool, interesting documentary. Like if you in Halloween-y mood, because it's it's interesting because they get into the the newer style haunted houses that are just like a a naked guy jerking off in a room. And you're like, get me out of (laughs) here. Just writing your name on the wall as he jerks off. That I'm going to check out. And then we can kind of wrap up by maybe agreeing to check out there's a new four part i haven't watched it yet and i i don't know about it other than they recommended it to me based on uh what was the name Ho- uh, holy hell the michelle oh is it wild there's wild country new, yes there's a new four part four part series on a cult in oregon oh, so i think Ashley we gotta I watch this started it yesterday is it, it worth is worth it's worth yes. your time worth it's worth stopping it watching some Cold Justices for a minute. Oh, yeah. Put the Cold Justice on the shelf. Cool your Cold Justice heels. Okay. Perfect. Let's oh, it's... it's. I mean, it, we talk about we talk about Phil Knight and Nike all the time. Like, that's even involved. The guy yes. who invented the waffle shoe is involved in this documentary. I, uh... I don't I've been trying to eke this in and I can't because it's so bizarre and it's maybe too inside. So if you're ready, I will close with this. My mm-hmm. favorite other may may have overheard something at a restaurant mm-hmm. and then decided to repeat it verbatim to <laughs> apparently I wasn't there to apparently gasps of people because what, what she overheard at the restaurant was this. Good biscuits here. Holy shit. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Well, there it is. 
episode 83. I must say it was a good one. However, I must also say that I feel as though there was a slight bit of misinformation. Spicy, spicy information. I am not like Dave from that president movie. Also, Bo Jackson's sweet potato pie is a delish dish. A delish dish to kish. Yum yum, and though I do not know who Frank Thomas is, I feel as though I would enjoy any root supplement he may be offering. Perhaps they could have extended my life even longer. Longer than the facade that my body double was living for the past 40 years. Well, I am off to live with Cisco in Berlin. And by Berlin I mean heaven. I will arm wrestle Carl Sagan, and then I will share a reefer. But first I think I will rate and review the pod. Five stars I think. Hey, I will also go on Facebook at Jerk Practice Podcast. I will admit that astrophysicism theorem is about ghosts and black holes were kind of made up to distract people from my hooker thing. Thing, what a great word. I am a great man. You are great people. I love you. And there is nothing you can do about it. That goes for you too, Henning. Stephen Hawking, everyone's favorite sassy robot died on March 14th, 2018. And now he's in science heaven, which as we all know is on Carl Sagan's ship of the imagination floating among the stars forever. Isaac Newton is there, still being a dick. Science heaven is merit-based, unfortunately, not morality-based, so they had to let him in. And Galileo is there, Einstein, Francis Bacon, Hypatia, Aristotle, maybe Jean-Luc Picard, even though... He's a fictional character whose death is 400 years in the future. Kirk is not there, although... Eh, Alright, they need someone to shine the crystals and do the floors and stuff, but he can't talk. Steven can talk, and stand, but it's still in his 80s synth voice. I don't know, it's just something I choose to believe. Professor Hawking was a shining example of how a scientist should be. In terms of popularizing science, he was second only to my hero, Carl Sagan. Despite being the smartest man on the planet, he called people who bragged about their IQ losers. He made several high-profile wagers with other scientists, like when he bet Gordon Kane that the Higgs boson would never be found, or he bet Kip Thorne that black holes would never give off information. He fought hard for what he thought was correct, but ultimately... When he was wrong on all of those things, he said so, publicly and loudly. He made a show of himself doing science. He played with the media. He leaned into his celebrity and would travel anywhere to lecture on anything, despite tremendous obvious physical difficulty. This universe is appreciably less awesome without him. But... I think we can all take solace in this, that according to your theories and philosophy, Professor, there is no God, nor afterlife, and everything we ever create will definitely be ripped apart by black holes and then belched out slowly as Hawking radiation over a decagoogle years until all the heat is gone and literally nothing can happen ever again. I'll miss the guy even though I think he's wrong on evil AI and evil aliens, and I'd be willing to make a high-profile wager with someone on that. Elon? <laughs>